and he owns a radio station in Greer, South Carolina. I called him and uh, his wife answered the phone and I said, this is Mr. Bell at the telephone company. And I said, your bill is past due. If you don't pay it by 6 o'clock this evening, we're going to take your phone out. Oh, she said, you've got the wrong number. I said, listen, don't you start nothing for me. I said, we wrote you a letter and we tried to get you to pay this bill and you won't do it. And we're going to take that phone out. If you, oh, she said, wait a minute, let me get my husband. Well, I didn't know the guy's in the bed of sound asleep or I wouldn't have carried it on so far. But anyhow, she got her husband out of the bed. It took him about five minutes to get to that phone. And the reason it did, he was hunting up his canceled check. When he got to the phone in that rich, mellow radio voice, he said, hello. Boy, I could tell he's ready for war right there. I said, this is Mr. Bale at the telephone company. <laughs> Y'all got those uh, AT&T, you know, since they broke up these uh, Mexican phone companies that took over most places. Did they have here? <laughs> Taco Bales. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, I said, Mr. He said, you buzzard, you, where are you? Well, he recognized my voice immediately. And, uh, uh, but you know what? I've learned down through the years, if you are a prankster, if you're a jokester, mark it down. Your chickens will come home to roost. <laughs> and I'll never forget that cold winter night. I mean, it was a blue cold night. I'm in the bed, sound asleep, the phone rang, and some guy said, we want to get married. I said, fellas, ain't nobody wants to get married. <laughs> oh, yeah, he said, we want to get married. He said, my pastor said uh, that you were his friend, and if he happened to be out of the town, we want to get married, that uh, you'd marry us. Well, I said, look here, let's wait till morning. No, he said, we won't get married now. Well, I said, I don't want my old car starting up. Most my back is bad, and uh, he said, go see. Well, I went to see in the first week, it turned over. <laughs> I got back on that telephone, and, and I said, now look, I don't marry just everybody. I said, man, I got some questions to ask people before I marry them. And I, and I asked him, I knew anybody calling me that time of night was going to flunk every one of them. Amen. <laughs> Honey, he pasted in flying colors. <laughs> well, I said, uh, uh, where are you? He said, don't you live on a certain road? I said, yep. He said, you go down the end of that road and the stop sign turn left. You go five miles, you cross the river bridge, take a right. Go down that road two miles, you cross another little branch down there. He said, take a dirt road, go up that road three miles. And I'm taking all that down half asleep. And finally I said, well, I'll take a little bit to get there. I hung up. I got dressed. I took off. I went to the end of the road, turned to the right, went five miles, crossed the bridge. Went up this road down that road. And when I turned the light turn, I was on my way back to the house. <laughs> was, and that's been 25 years ago, and I'm still looking for him, amen? But you can mark it down, your chickens uh, will come home to roost. Uh, I have to have a good time. I think it's wonderful when God's people can get together. And then Brother Ross brought the message this morning. Listen, friend, I'll tell you, the devil will come with temptation and their own lust will draw us astray. And I'll tell you, the best thing in this world is stay near the cross. Stay near the cross. Just, just stay in there with Jesus. If you stand there with the Lord, I'll guarantee you'll top out on the other side. And you'll be thankful to God that you stayed right with Him and stayed clean before the Lord. And I know you want to be here every night. You don't want to miss a night. Praise God. You burn the hide and He'll do the skinning. Hey, yes, sir. We'll have a great time in the Lord. Let me say just a word about our camp. This will be our 45th year. 
at the Greer Baptist camp meeting, and I will give you a personal invitation to be with these girls here. They come every year. Brother uh, Wagner brings them down, and, and if it wasn't these girls helping us, I don't know how in the world would take care of all the folks. It takes a lot of work, a lot of time, and uh, they help us get all the food together. My, we barbecued 500 chickens. Brother Bochel up in uh, northeast Maryland gives us all the chickens that we need. And we barbecued pork and uh, made uh, baked beans and macaroni pies. <laughs> and brother, he picked all that good old lemonade. Did I tell you about that? I said to a fella some years ago, I said, hey, I'd like a wooden barrel. He said, I got it, buddy. I got it. He thought he didn't tell me where it's from. <laughs> Jack Daniels Distillery in Tennessee. We made lemonade, and I think folks said it was undoubted. The best they'd ever had in all of their life. <laughs> in fact, we had more shouts that afternoon we did that morning. So, y'all, come on down. I went back and got me five more of them barrels. We want to have a time this time. Brother Harold Sockham been preaching the first week. And uh, Brother Tom Hayes will be there the second week at, in the night services. And Brother uh, William Condoy, Daniel Greensboro, who I think is one of the finest Bible scholars is in this country, he'll be there in the morning time. He'll be teaching. And we're going to wind it up tight on the eight-day clock. <laughs> Amen. I went to an auction sale one time. And this old guy, the auctioneer, you like to go there? He's going to be in the That auctioneer was going to auction off this uh, clock. And the old guy said, hey, he said, that thing will run eight days without winding it. <laughs> it's an eight-day clock. Well, that officer said, how long will it run if you wind it? <laughs> hey, man. You ain't getting your head here. some crazy things along life's journey. I tell Brother Ron about this one. One old guy fire hunted with me. He said, something got all my dust last night except one. Brother Sammy Gabb said, two. <laughs> one guy met this son said, don't I know you? He said, I wish you did not. He said, you ever been to New York City? He said, no. He said, I ain't either. He said, there must have been two other folks. Well, <laughs> You hear some crazy things along life's journey. Yes, sir. But I'll tell you, friends, listen, it's good. It'll man. Hey, I need to be an old clever head to the life, would you? I see some people, they'll smile about nothing. Like I said, the other night, one woman said, I don't see a smile about. I said, honey, I look at you, I don't either. But they some people, about like that fellow's going to jump off of a bridge. And this guy said, No, wait a minute, wait! said, Tell me trouble. She <laughs> Both of them jumped off. They shoved me from bar. And they jumped off the bridge. I'm a hand if I want to crowd this morning. Good number here in church. You don't miss the night. Be back at 7 o'clock. And he said, You're going to have supper at 5. You're going to eat any dinner? Hey, you travel through life, my brother, whatever may be your goal. Remember to keep your eye upon the donut, not upon the hole. <laughs> that brother, hey, I'm a, I'm a diabetic. And I'm not supposed to eat any sweets. I'm not afraid of that ray light, what is sunlight. Moonlight was up in last night, and I couldn't resist that uh, coconut pie. I didn't see her that big. Boy, and here I am, I'm supposed to eat those things. 
And then old Brother Morris brought me a dozen donuts. <laughs> and I went to the motel room, and, and Brother Craig Edwards went with me, and he got some coffee. He ate one donut, and I ate the rest of the day. And they went over here to the home and ate the dinner. And that woman made the biscuits, the best of your cook in your mouth. I'd bite one, and it'd be a half moon. And the next one was a totally clean. <laughs> He said, you little rice. Hey, do you like these, huh? Man, a lot. I can find my choice way to die. I'd love to fall in a bowl of chicken gravy, two biscuits, and drown. Yeah. <laughs> Let me sing a song or two now. Back at the door, have some tapes back there. And uh, for an offering of $5, you can have one. And like I said the other night, I'd love to give them to you, but the company won't allow. And I am president Oh, I have a problem right here. This is money. You got to draw as much as I do. I take the money. Can you see me? The things that I love and hold dear to my heart, they're just borrowed, they're not mine at all. Jesus only let me use them to brighten my way, so remind me, remind me, dear Lord. me from and where I could have been. Remember, I'm human and humans forget. So remind me, remind me, dear Lord. Nothing good have I done to deserve God's own son. I'm not worthy are the stars in his hand. Yet he trod the road to Calvary to die in the stead. Why he loves me, I just can't understand. Roll back the curtains of memory now and then. Show me where you brought me from And where I could have been Remember, I'm human And humans forget So remind me, remind me, dear Lord You know, my daddy was born in a place called Petros, Tennessee And that's where Brush Mountain Penitentiary's uh, located and uh, in the evening the afternoon as the sun sinking in the western sky the shadows of that penitentiary actually covered the house where my daddy was born and I've often thought had it not been for the grace of God I could be in that old penitentiary 
I could be a thief, I could be a, a terrible, terrible sinner and be placed behind the prison bars. And every now and then I like to just to get before the Lord and uh, be reminded where He brought me from. Yes. What I was, who I was, where I was, yes. how that God performed a miracle in my life. Yes. He took an unfit subject and made me a fit subject for heaven. Marched all my sins away. And I like to be reminded, David done that. David was reminded how that God gave him water out of a rock. Gave them a pillar of fire to lead them a night, put shoes on their feet that didn't wear for 40 years, rained down manna from heaven. Amen to God. Gave them quail meat to eat. Hey, it does you good. Just to be reminded. Roll back the curtain of memory now and then. Show me where you brought me from and where I could have been. Remember, I'm human, and humans forget, so remind me, remind me, dear Lord. I was standing on a street corner in Knoxville, Tennessee, been saved just maybe a couple of three months at the most, waiting for the light to change. All of a sudden, somebody punched me on the shoulder. Here was a girl I'd known out in the bars of honky-tonks. And she said, Red, I heard you got saved. And I said, I did. She said, I heard you start preaching. Yep, I said, I start preaching. Well, that girl turned and walked away. And tears running down her face. She said, pray for me, Red. Pray for me. I've never seen her to this day. That's been, uh, oh, 41 years ago or more. And uh, I don't know if she's dead or alive, whether she ever got saved. I don't know a thing about it. But I know one thing. God took me away from that crowd that I used to run with. I don't go to the honky-tonks and the hell holes. I'm not looking for the roadhouses. But I mean, God performed a miracle in my heart. Saved it, redeemed me. This was a song. Kind of tells what happened. Today I went back to the place where I used to go. Today I saw the same old crowd I used to know. And when they asked me what has happened, I tried to tell them, Thanks to Calvary, I don't come here anymore. Thanks to Calvary, I'm not the man I used to be. Thanks to Calvary, things are different than before. Tears run down my face. I tried to tell them, thanks to Calvary, I don't come here anymore. Today we went back to the place where we used to live. My little boy running hidden behind the door. I said, son. Have no fear. You got a brand new daddy now. Thanks to Calvary, we don't live here anymore. Thanks to Calvary, I'm not the dad I used to be. Thanks to Calvary, things are different than before. And as the tears run down my face, I tried to tell them, thanks to Calvary, we don't live here 
anymore because he touched me.